0: This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 106 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thanks for joining me. If you are just finding this podcast, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I am a weight loss coach for physicians. My specialty is helping physicians who struggle with stress and binge eating find freedom from struggles with food without relying on willpower. So through coaching techniques and my knowledge of the science of weight loss i teach my clients how to understand their eating at a much deeper level and understand the triggers of their eating because when we can actually manage the trigger of the eating and manage it in a simple way like working on our thoughts like what i teach in this podcast then the actual urge to eat just starts to fade away and this is the beauty of coaching so We have spent our life in diet culture focusing on just what we eat and what we need to eat or not eat. That's the hard way. The easier way is if we focus on maybe how we're thinking about something that happened hours before we actually have the urge to eat. And if we shift that just slightly, just in the moment without adding extra time, that urge to eat actually just disappears. It just fades away. So you never have to actually struggle with the urge to eat. That's the power of coaching when it's working really well, and that's what I love to do. And right now, I'm in the middle of coaching with a fantastic group of physicians in my Stress Eating SOS program that started in the fall. And we're having so much fun. And I love seeing all of these physicians just learn these tools and starting to apply them and start to see this benefit. Because the other benefit of the coaching is, yes, the eating gets easier. It gets easier to follow your plans. You can lose weight with coaching, all that. That's great. But honestly, I think the bigger benefit is you do it while the rest of your life actually gets better. And there's no other way of losing weight that offers that where everything else gets better. Now, I'm starting the next group of stress eating SOS starts in January. If you think that that would be helpful for you and you're interested in learning more, make sure you get on the wait list so that you're one of the first to know when I get dates finalized and all the other information. And you can get on that wait list just by going over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash SOS. I can't wait to see you in there. Get on the wait list. And as I've mentioned in other podcasts, I'm planning some little special things for the people on the wait list. So get on the wait list now and we'll see you in there, okay? Now, today I'm going to teach you how to lose weight while feeling 100% in love with the process. Can you imagine that? That is not how we've been taught to lose weight in the past, but imagine what that would be like. That's what we're going to talk about today. So when I was working on this podcast, I was thinking back to, okay, what things have I fallen in love with? How has it felt to be in love with things and just to feel that sense of love? And it reminded me of when I first was dating my husband or actually even before I started to date him. So we're high school sweethearts. I was 16 when we started dating and he was older than me. We worked at Subway together. (laughs) He saw me in my green apron and thought, wow. Anyways, but. Before we actually started dating, I remember the level of fascination, like I had a crush on him and I he had a distinct car that he drove. And so in our small town I lived in, my eyes were always peeled for his car and I was always kind of aware of him and just so sort of interested and excited in anything about him. And that's what I want to talk to you today about fostering for your weight loss. And maybe at some points you have felt that. Maybe you have had weight loss plans or a new goal and a way of working on it where you really felt that like just at the core of your being, that love and excitement and positivity about what you're doing. And what I'm going to teach you today is how to actually just foster that intentionally. We often think that those sorts of feelings have to Come that we have to wait for them to happen to us. But that's not true. You can actually foster them intentionally so that you have access to those feelings. You have access to that love and excitement for what you're trying to do at any point. And we can liken this to so that was how I felt about my husband before we were even dating. (laughs) And then if you flash forward, we've been now married for 20 years, together for I think 26. So as you can imagine in there, there were some times where I was less enthused (laughs) by him, always in love with him. But, you know, the times where things about him irritated me, where in those early days, nothing would have irritated me about him. And so recognizing that on your weight loss journey, there can be these natural ebbs and flows, but the thing that makes a difference And this is what I've learned now that I have coaching is it wasn't anything he was doing that irritated me in those years. It's how I was thinking about what he was doing. You know, over the course of such a long relationship, there's often kind of funny arguments. I think at one point we had quite an argument, something to do with toothpaste. And I'm sure we both had managed the toothpaste the same way our entire relationship up to that point. But then we suddenly had these thoughts about the toothpaste. So in that infatuation stage, It wouldn't have mattered at all how the toothpaste was handled. And yet, at some point, I remember we had thoughts about how each other was dealing with toothpaste that bothered us. And the only difference is the thoughts. Like, the toothpaste management was probably the same. This sounds ridiculous I'm talking about toothpaste as I'm saying it out loud, but I think it gives a really good example of how... The toothpaste management didn't change. The circumstance didn't change. All that changed were our thoughts about it. In that infatuation stage, the early dating stages, we would just not even have a thought probably about the toothpaste or we would just brush it off. Whereas after you've lived together for a while, you start to develop these other thoughts about that toothpaste and about what they should or shouldn't do. And then that's what starts to create the discomfort and where things feel like they're maybe harder than they should. And so, you know, it's interesting that I'm using my relationship as an example in this episode, but a lot of what I'm talking about, you can actually apply to your relationships too. Because we actually have a relationship with everything that we do. We have a relationship with our weight loss. We have a relationship with our goals. We have a relationship with anything that we're doing in our life, not just people. And so all of what we talk about today about how to feel more love and develop more love in your weight loss process. So in the relationship between you and your weight loss process, you can apply to any other relationship. The base. Principles that we're working on and talking about today apply across the board. So, even though the toothpaste thing sounds kind of funny, and I'm going to stop talking about toothpaste, I promise you, it's still applicable. I think we all have that within a relationship that we're in where we can picture something just so small and tiny and how much it can irritate us. And the only reason why it irritates us is because of how we think about it. Now, what I want you to do is then project that forward and think about. How do you usually think about your weight loss? How do you usually feel about your weight loss? And what I'm talking about here today isn't so much like your belief in whether or not you can actually get to your weight loss goal or the risk of failure stuff that we've talked about on other episodes. What I'm talking about here is more the day-to-day steps, the things you do in order to lose weight and the whole process of losing weight. How do you feel about that? Now, we're taught in diet culture for that to be a little bit of drudgery. We're taught for it to be hard. We're taught for it to be a challenge, a struggle to require willpower. And what I want to propose to you is that maybe it doesn't have to. Maybe it could actually be fantastic. Maybe it could be some of the most enjoyable parts of your day. Maybe it could be something that fills you with positive emotions like love. And imagine if that was true. And so when I was thinking about weight loss as a relationship, I thought, okay, how would you, what sort of relationship would you picture your weight loss to be in your life? Is it like the relationship you have with one of your favorite people where everything about them almost is things you enjoy? Or would it be more like a distant relative where it's okay and you can find stuff to chat about, but you know, it's not somebody that you seek out and spend a lot of time thinking about when they're not there. Or is your relationship with your weight loss like that person you keep running into in the grocery store that you don't really want to talk to? Think about it and decide, okay, how have I been treating this relationship and how do I view it right now? Because then ask yourself, how does that play out? So if you answered C, the person I don't really want to talk to in the grocery store, how does it play out for you? How far does that get you to your goals? If you're avoiding the weight loss or if it's like the distant relative that you don't think about unless it's really in your face, how does that play out? How does that show up in your actions and how you go about taking the steps you need to take to get to that goal? And I would guess It might not be showing up or playing out in the way that you want it to. It might not be helping you get closer to your goals or get there faster. So now imagine an activity that you love, an activity that is like one of your favorite things to do. For me, that would probably be running, I think would be the one that would most consistently show up for me. And think through, what is it like to love that activity? When you love something like that, you love to do it, what is that like and how is that like in your days? And so how much time do you spend thinking about that activity that you love? And how do you feel when you think about it? And when there's little extra things you need to do for that activity, what does it feel like to do those extra little things? So for me, for the running, I could spend a lot of time thinking about running. (laughs) Especially if I'm training for a race, I spend a lot of time thinking about running and what's my next run going to be and how have they gone and all sorts of stuff. But you know what? It's 100% enjoyable. I can run geek out on pretty much anything. I like to read magazines about running. I listen to podcasts about running. I love having conversations about running. This is me in love with running. And when there's extra things I need to do, like back, things are simpler now. with strava and everything, but like I full out spent time drawing out full spreadsheets about creating racing plans and training schedules through my life and did it very happily spending, you know, an entire evening or more scheduling things out. And not only happy to do it, but kind of excited and enjoyed doing it. And this is this type of stuff that I want you to work on to get to with your weight loss. So what would it be like to have that amount of passion for the things you need to do for your weight loss so that when you need to plan your food for the next day, it's not this like, oh, I've got to sit down and find time to plan my food. It's, oh, I'm going to sit down and it's going to be so much fun because I'm going to plan out what I get to eat tomorrow. And I'm... Going to plan some really delicious stuff that I'll look forward to eating, and it's going to work so well on my body. That's what it would be like to be in love with that process where it's just so exciting to do, where you're like, okay, kids, you go play for a little bit. I just really want to take this time to sit down because I'm looking forward to it so much, not because I have to, but because I want to with almost every fiber of my being. That's what it would be like to be in love with your weight loss process. And then when you need to, prep your food. When you need to make dinner, it would be, I am looking forward to this. I can't wait till I get home and get to make dinner. Could you imagine that leaving? <laughs> I'm laughing a little bit because that's one I haven't really worked on. I think my mind is usually thinking about a whole lot of other stuff when I'm on my way home. But imagine if you're coming home and you're like, "Oh, I can't wait to get home and make dinner. It's going to be so much fun. Instead of we're thinking, "Ah, oh, I have to go home and make dinner now. <laughs> and it's going to be so much work, and I just don't want to do that at the end of the day. It'd be totally different. Like, if I came home and I had the opportunity to just leave and go for a run, almost every day I'd be like, oh, so much fun. I get to go for a run right now. So how can you transfer the thinking about the activity that you love to those steps that you need to do for the weight loss? So thinking about making dinner might be one. Thinking about preparing stuff in advance, like. After I finish recording this podcast, we're having some pork chops and Greek salad for dinner, which I'm actually quite looking forward to. And normally I eat my Greek salad with no dressing because I just don't really have time and it's fine, but I'm making this delicious Greek salad dressing that has like fresh basil and fresh oregano in it, and it's so good that I'm looking forward to preparing that dressing after I finish this podcast episode. It's the Monday morning, so I'm going to get that prepared so when we come home from the office this afternoon dinner's pretty much ready to go we just have to grill the food but I'm looking forward to it because I have thoughts about oh that dressing is going to be so good and then I'm actually going to use it for my lunch and that's going to be delicious so it all comes down to how you think about it and it may seem really simplistic that all you have to do is think nice things but it really can be that simple and yet Just by thinking nice things about the actions you need to take to get to your goal and thinking nice things about your goal and thinking nice things about yourself while you're progressing through those actions to get to the goal. Honestly, that is life changing. Imagine that where whatever goal you set, you are in love with the goal, like you're excited about it, just like how I'm talking about running. And you're excited about all the little steps that you have to do to get there. And you're excited about yourself in that process to that goal. You can do anything. There's nothing that you wouldn't be able to do if you're in that mindset. And the only thing you have to do to get in that mindset is you just have to watch your thoughts. You don't have to change anything about you. You don't have to change anything about your life. You just have to change how you're thinking about the things you're already doing or you're already working on doing. And you just have to learn how to love it. Find the love. I think that's a big piece is that sometimes when we're doing the thought work, we try to get ourselves so we don't hate it. And that's good. It's good not to hate what you're trying to do every day. But what if we actually like push ourselves even further? We go through not hating and not disliking and we push, blast past the being okay with it. And we push till the point where we're actually excited and in love with it. It would make you flipping unstoppable. Like unstoppable, if you're in that state of mind about your weight loss and about everything that you need to do to get there. Imagine that. Like how awesome would that be? And you can totally do it. Let's talk about how. Okay, so how do you fall in love with your weight loss process? How do you intentionally fall in love? And like I talked about, love, that experience of love, the experience of emotion in a relationship comes not from the actual thing you're in the relationship with or the person you're in the relationship with. It comes from our thoughts about the other person or the other thing you're in the relationship with. So you don't have to wait. For something to happen with your weight loss for you to love it. And I think we kind of do. We think that when we've lost a certain amount or if we're losing a certain amount per week or we're fitting into a certain size of clothes that that at that point we could enjoy the process. But that won't change it because if our thoughts don't change, then our feelings about the process don't change. So... What the scale does is the circumstance, it's the neutral fact, but it's not what generates the emotion. What generates the feeling about the process is how we think about it. And that is really, really important to always remember in any relationship, but particularly in this, when we're talking about creating love, we don't have to wait for the circumstance to change. We just have to work on our thoughts and change how we're thinking about it to choose thoughts that give us that feeling of love and excitement, and whatever other emotion you think would be so awesome to have in your weight loss process. So the number one step to do this is you have to actually spend time thinking good thoughts. You have to spend time thinking thoughts that fire you up and make you excited and make you feel in love we don't spend time thinking positive thoughts. Really, there's a lot of stuff we don't spend time thinking positive thoughts about. And that's what I was talking about last week in the episode about missing gratitude is that even though we're grateful for stuff, we forget to actually think that we're grateful. This is the same thing. Like you may actually enjoy the food that you're eating, but you might not be spending time thinking that you're enjoying the food you're eating. So it kind of flies under the radar then. Your brain doesn't notice that this is a good thing and you're getting enjoyment from it. So the number one thing is you have to intentionally practice good thoughts. Practice loving thoughts about the process. Practice excited thoughts about the steps you're taking and the food that you're eating. And just keep practicing over and over. So The way I would suggest doing this is when you're sitting down to eat a healthy meal, talk to yourself in your head about how fantastic this food looks, how good it tastes, how much texture you're tasting or feeling in your mouth, how fresh it is. Whatever works for you, talk to yourself about the food you're eating. Otherwise, it's very easy to just be distracted or thinking about everything else and not actually noticing the food that you're eating and that it's actually really enjoyable. Same thing if you're prepping and doing, say, the example of coming home to make dinner. If you practice thinking to yourself as you go through the day, oh, it's going to be so nice when I get to the point where I can come home and make dinner. I'm looking so much to making that dinner tonight. That's going to be fun. Literally just talk to yourself about it. Even if at first those thoughts might not feel that true, with time and with practice, they will become more true beliefs and things that feel real are just thoughts that we've thought a lot of. So spend time thinking good thoughts. Number two is notice when negative thoughts come up and just decide if they're worth the hassle. So those negative thoughts are going to be like knee-jerk reactions, partly just your brain kind of being programmed more towards thinking negatively. That's our default. But also it's had a lot of practice thinking negatively. Like if you've had a relationship with your weight loss where it's like that person in the grocery store you don't want to talk to and you're trying to avoid, well, yeah, you're going to have a lot of practice thinking negative things about your weight loss process. So those thoughts coming up are not anything going wrong. They're just part of the process. But every single thought that you have is optional. So when they come up, you can look at it and go, Yeah, do I want to keep that? Do I want to still believe that? Do I want that still rolling around in my head? Or do I want to just intentionally decide that I'm giving that one up? I'm no longer thinking about that. And that one just bothers me too much. It makes me feel icky about stuff that I know I want to do. So I'm just not going to think it anymore. That is always in your own as an option, it's in your own control. So notice the negative ones, don't make them mean anything more than they need to, but just then decide, do I actually want these anymore? Or do I want to kind of clear them out like the cobwebs? Number three then would be practice visualizing and generating the same love as you have for other activities. So if you've kind of have an activity in your mind that you really love and enjoy, that we talked about earlier in this episode, spend time practicing, visualizing, and Experiencing that enjoyment and love about the weight loss. And just envision it in your head, going through your day, taking all these steps that you need to take to get to your goal while feeling like amazing and excited and like in love with the process. And you can't wait to do more of it. Spend time visualizing that. Visualization is a really powerful tool for your brain because it maps out. And then when you go through that day that you've already visualized, your brain's like, oh, this is familiar. I know how to get through this I know how to process this and it's more likely to go more into by default the positive thoughts that you're working on so spend time visualizing and then number four is you have to figure out how to do this regularly like all of the tools I teach you done sporadically and occasionally they're probably not going to get you the results that you want so if you want to be in love with your weight loss process if you want to be in love with all the healthy habits that you're working on. You have to practice being in love with them. And that's true in a relationship too, right? Like long-term relationships, you have to intentionally practice fostering that love and that connection or else it can be easy for it to start to feel like it's reducing a bit. You have to give attention to the thing that you want to feel in love with on a regular basis to maintain that feeling of love. So how can you do that in your life? How can you remind yourself to think the good thoughts? Remind yourself to just observe and edit out the negative thoughts when they're not serving you and spend a bit of time visualizing that being fully excited, fully in love with this whole process. How can you remember to do that on a regular basis? That may look different for everybody, but just come up with some ways so that it's not that you just do it right after this episode, but you actually keep working on it and keep doing it. What benefits is it going to give you if you do this regularly? Because your brain really likes it when it knows what benefits it's going to get from actions. So what will improve in your life if you did this regularly? All right. I would love to hear from you guys about how you are applying this to your life. Tell me how it goes. If you fall in love with your weight loss, or if you find thoughts that really help you fall in love with your weight loss, I would love to hear them. Send them to info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button on this podcast. And I would love it if you would take the time to leave a review. I appreciate every single one of the reviews that have been left. I know they take time out of your day, but they really do help the podcast get found so other people out there that need this help and need the support are able to find it. All right, have a fantastic week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you later.